0: Insights into the elements of process safety, the only process safety podcast where each week industry professionals discuss their hands-on experiences and industry tested solutions of the 14 PSM elements brought to you by Smith and Burgess, the trusted process safety advisor to the world's leading companies. Hello, this is Dick Baum with Smith & Burgess. I'm a PSM consultant. Today's topic is going to be the pre-startup safety review. So we're gonna give you an overview of what the OSHA standard says and what's required of a process safety or a pre-startup safety review. And the standard says the employer shall perform a pre-startup safety review for new and modified facilities when the modification is significant enough to require a change in the process safety information. It shall be performed for all new and modified facilities. In addition, the pre-startup safety review shall be used as appropriate to review subtle changes as well as for equipment that is temporary, reactivated, borrowed, or leased. The process safety department should be consulted in this judgment. So what this says is, you should do a pre-startup safety review for MOC changes, that's the subtle changes, and for any equipment that could be temporary, reactivated, borrowed, or leased. All of those categories fall under the MOC process. There should be an MOC process followed that will dictate that a pre-startup safety review is conducted prior to the facility being started up. So the features of a pre-startup safety review, it's going to confirm a few things for you. First of all, that the construction is per specifications. What that means is, has the equipment been ordered that is in compliance with the company standards and specifications and conforms to all RAGAGAP that could be applied? The pre-startup safety review will also also review all the elements of the PSM to make sure that they've been appropriately addressed. Were the P&IDs updated? Were the procedures updated? Was the training conducted? Have all the blinds been removed? Is everything ready to go? It's going to again confirm that the procedures are in place and that the and that the training for the new procedures was conducted with all employees that are going to be involved in the startup. The pre-startup safety review will also dictate whether or not the process hazard recommendations are completed. It's very important that all recommendations be completed prior to any Startup of any facility the pre-startup safety review is the checklist format. That's going to confirm that The pre-startup safety review also reviews safety health and environmental considerations Changes sometimes affect a lot of different things not just the process, but also the location of um, The equipment that could have impacts on safety health or environmental And again, the training must be completed prior to any startup of any facility that has been modified or changed. Pre-startup safety reviews always occur when the uh, change in process safety information occurs. So it's similar to an MOC, and a pre-startup safety review usually is triggered from an MOC. But anything that concerns process safety information that's been modified or changed has to have a pre-startup safety review conducted. It's going to make sure that all the tests or inspections are complete. This is kind of repetitive, but you want to make sure that all the blinds have been removed. The hydrostatic testing was completed if required. uh, The facility siding aspects should be reviewed during the pre-startup safety review. The human factors particularly must be reviewed if there's sampling required from the new uh, process that's going in place. Have the right sample connections been added? Can the employees still move around and access the valves or in the valves they are mounted in a position that conforms to easy operation and things of that nature, particularly around human factors? <clears throat> there will be a multidiscipline team that's a, that conducts the pre-startup safety review. This has to involve several different people both the mechanics that have been involved in it, contractors, should they have been involved in the uh, installation of the equipment. The operators that have already been trained must be considered during the pre-startup safety review. They're actually the people that are gonna be doing the work. The supervisor that's over the facility should be involved and also the engineer, both the mechanical engineer who probably had a lot of input in the exact location of the equipment and siding issues and also the process engineer to make sure that what's been installed is going to uh, adequately do what the goal was uh, triggered by the MOC or the improvements or whatever the process was used uh, to make the change. There's always going to be uh, some things that can come out of a pre-startup safety review, which could be a list of recommendations uh, during the review process, the checklist formatted of the pre-startup safety review, there's going to be a lot of questions asked about are the blinds pulled? The checklist is going to confirm that. Have the hydro tests been conducted? The checklist will confirm that. Has the training been conducted? Have the procedures been updated? And very important, has the PSI information that's been changed been updated? This goes back to P&IDs, it's very difficult as everyone knows to keep P&IDs updated. If the MOC process doesn't get completed accurately or the pre-startup safety review completed accurately, P&IDs can end up uh, being not accurate and in compliance. Uh, That's one of the requirements is that PSI information is always up to date. We also need to make sure that any of the procedures that have been modified include what the changes are whether it could uh, exceed the uh, maximum operating limits, both for temperature or pressure, and, or flow for that matter. So all, of the, all the checklists coming out of a pre-startup safety review are very, very important. There's also recommendations that could be generated, because there can always be question marks that come up during the pre-startup safety review. Uh, perhaps someone that's assigned to the pre-startup safety review team um, someone wasn't assigned to the pre-startup safety team uh, may need to be consulted to make sure that everything is adequate this is the last check that you have to make sure before something's going to occur in a new process or a change in a process that's going to be started up is uh, put into service this is a final check the pre-startup safety review is the final check to make sure that all systems are go and it's time to push the button Keep in mind that any responsibilities for the execution and the follow-up must be followed by the people that are assigned those responsibilities. There can be no guessing game when it comes to the pre-startup safety review. Most times you don't get a second chance because this is is the final check uh, that allows for you to start things up and to bring things online uh, where there's modifications. There's also one person too that's assigned, uh, it's called the responsible person by definition. And that's the person who has to make sure that all the all the boxes are checked and all everything is the way it's supposed to be. Uh, the responsible person is the final signature. So he's the one that has to guarantee that safety procedures have been reviewed, operating procedures are finished, the training has been conducted, the PSI information is all brought up to date. And when he signs off, the responsible person signs off, then that's the insurance that the PSSR is complete and the system is ready to go. Thanks for your time today. Thank you for listening to Smith & Burgess's Insights into the Elements of Process Safety. Visit smithburgess.com for more process safety white papers, case studies, presentations, and of course, podcast episodes.